This is Q&A. Send us your question on 084-786-3132. Alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Peace be upon you, the mercy of Allah and his blessings on this 27th day of Rabiul Akhir 1445. We comment to the Islamic economic indicators for today. The Zakat Nisab is 8,000 rands. The Mahara Fatimi is 21,000 rands and the minimum Mahara is 500 rands. A very warm welcome to our various team, Mufti Saib, as well as to the directors and the sound engineers of the various radio stations. And indeed, you, the esteemed listeners of Marka Sahaba Online, Voice of the Ahlus Sunnah Wal Jama'ah, the programming simulcast on Sirius FM in the East Strand, as well as on Radio Al Ansar. We commence by welcoming Mufti Saib onto the program. Mufti Saib, Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh, and Jazakallah Khairan. Once again for joining us. Wa alaykum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum afizwadi jazakallahu khairan. I mean, Mufti Sahib, please take us through to Surah, Surah Ahzab, Surah number 33 and Ayah number 35 from Inna al-Muslimina wal-Muslimat right until the end. Just a simple translation of these ayats, Mufti Sahib. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد all praise due to Almighty Allah the sustainer nourisher and cherisher of the universe peace blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam so remember that Surah Ahzab, Ahzab is a plural of Hisbun, Kullu Hisbim Bimala Dehim Farihun. It means parties, it means a coalition. And yet there was a coalition, the Jews, the Mushrikeen, the idol worshippers, and the hypocrites all got together and they said they want to demolish, abolish Islam, and they want to get the better of the Muslims. So that's why the Surah is named Surah Ahzab. Second one, when you study chapter 33, verse number 35, Sayyida Umm Salama radiallahu anha, the honorable spouse and wife of Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, how come everywhere in the Quran Sharif only the masculine gender is used and not the feminine gender? And this is something common in Semitic languages, Arabic, Hebrew, and Syriac, and so forth. So all Allah in this verse, chapter 33, verse 35, mentioned ten qualities of the true believing man and the true believing woman and what is in store for them. So let's count. Number one, inna al-muslimina wal-muslimat, the believing men and the believing women. So that is our Islam, our external. We declare the faith, la ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. We say, ashhadu an la ilaha illallah, wahdahu la sharika la, you can also add, wa anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh, which means I bear witness and testimony that truly there is none worthy of worship by Almighty Allah but Almighty Allah and only He is the one worthy of worship and Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was, is, will always be the last and final messenger 
wal mu'minin wal mu'minat and now that's the external second one wal mu'minin wal mu'minat in the inner recesses of our heart we must have that firm conviction whatever all Allah said whatever Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa teaching preaching ah, so that is 100% truth whether it's logical or supra logical so that's two qualities wal qanitina wal qanitat those who are content remember that today 80-90% of us suffer from the quality of greed we just want more and more and then we don't bother whether it's halal or haram wa innahu lihubbil khayri lashadid chapter number 100 surah al-adiyat verse number 8 so this human being has become so greedy that he just wants to accumulate more and more so the third quality of the believing men and women they are content with what all Allah has given them a fourth quality was sadiqina was sadiqat they speak the truth at all times all places they don't speak with a forked tongue like the jutlas and the haramis and the hypocrites with a forked tongue nay they are truthful and whether it is in private or in public so male and female Fifth quality was sabirina was sabirat. They exercise patience. They continue with the righteous deeds. They stay away from the vices and evil. And if and when a calamity befalls them, they don't complain to one and all. If they complain, they complain to all. Allah. Sixth quality wal wal They have the quality of humility. Humility don't mean that we have to walk like what you know, like dragging our feet or something. It means to embrace the truth. And it's the opposite of pride and arrogance. That is, you reject the truth, and that is you look down upon people. No. Yeah, you embrace the truth, irrespective of who is telling us. So sixth quality. And the seventh quality, they give out charity. Remember that there are those people that they give out charity daily and male and female in cash or kind to Muslim, non-Muslim. Eighth quality was saw imina was saw imat the male and female who are fasting. Tomorrow, Monday, mashallah, is sunnah and abawiyah to fast. But if we have qada, so we must give the qada fast preference. So that's number eight. Number nine, wal hafidina furujam wal hafidat. Those who protect their private part and remember they're not involved in zina, fornication, adultery, gay business, lesbian, all this haram activity. Activities, Allah forbid. Always read the dua mentioned in Mustafa Ahmad. Allahumma hassin farji. Allahumma oh beloved Allah. Hassin ha swad noon. Ya Allah fortify and protect my private part. So that's number nine. And then number ten. Wazakirin Allah kathira wazakirat. Before I mention number ten, you must remember this. The Quran Sharif, 6,236 verses and 114 chapters, and you won't find the words kathira for any action in the noble Quran, but various places you will find kathira attached to zikrullah, zikr lisani, make zikr of Allah with your tongue, zikr qalbi with our heart, remember Almighty Allah. So to do the good deeds and to abstain from all the haram and the things that are not permissible so zikr has a broad connotation
invitation. So those men and women who remember all may Allah abundantly, profusely, when you imbue, inculcate oneself with these ten qualities, all may Allah has prepared for them forgiveness. We are human beings. We have shortcomings. We commit sins daily. So Allah will erase it and all may Allah will forgive us. And there will be a magnificent reward from all may Allah. Chapter number 33 and verse number 35. So that is what all may Allah is teaching us here in this verse here. What is the latest news from Gaza and especially on our Mujahideen fighting the occupiers, Mufti Sahib? Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, against all odds, our Hamas are standing their ground, the Haramis, the super terrorists, America, Britain, and you must remember Germany and all of them, France, giving 100% support, you must remember, to the rogue apartheid terrorist Nazi regime, Hitler's children, the apartheid regime of Israel and what do you see that you see they can't free one hostage today is day 36 of the bombing and so forth and so on but behind the scenes there are some discussions going on which Qatar is trying to you know organize and there is talk that now that they will release 10 ladies 10 females that is our Hamas and the Jutlas Haramis will have to then release 100 females and so forth so that's the negotiation going on behind the scenes we don't know whether it will reach fruition or not so that's one yesterday now look see these two Hindus always remember whatever Quran Sarikarim teaches us 100% the truth there's absolutely no doubt la rei that there's absolutely no doubt in it and what did Quran say chapter 5 verse 82 so that is Surah Baqarah uh, sorry Surah Ma'idah chapter 5 and verse 82 and that is latajidanna ashaddanna and the people remember you will find O Muslims the people who have the most hatred enmity for you Muslims are the Jews Allah didn't speak about Zionists here Jews and the Mushrikeen the idol worshippers the Hindus and this is the last last verse of the six Jews six Subara if you don't know chapter and verse we never ever say every Jew or every Hindu but we definitely will say majority Jews and majority Hindus and you just see India and Israel go to Britain Sunak the one S then Sula and she is married to Hartman and he's a Jutla and remember that Sunak's wife got million million in the investment with Israel so they wanted to put a stop to the march yesterday in London that police commissioner and the chief told them you Sunak and Sula this is not your India this is Britain and you got no right so more than three this is BBC telling you more than 300,000 people march humiliating Sunak and Sula I told you Sunak Sula you got your chamchas and you got your sidekicks you better go back to India and then you can start drinking your cow urine or your cow milk there you're not fit to be the Prime Minister you are not elected first of all you came on the best member on default and you 
you the lady, you were fired before Sula, you know your history, so therefore don't come with your stories, yeah, you're humiliated, disgraced, and then third one you must remember is this, the Arabs, MBS, the Murtad bin Shaitan, the Harami, destroying everything of the Haramain, Sharifain, and Islam, so he tries to give the headlines, so he organizes a summit there, emergency summit of Arab and Muslim leaders, so what happens, that you must remember there were 10, 11 Arab countries said they was, you must remember Tunisia, Algeria, Kuwait and many other countries they said Yemen and so forth that all you Arab countries that got ties with Israel you must have all ties with them second, we must have an oil embargo don't supply oil to Israel and their allies and so forth and third one, don't give them flying rights over your territories which were the countries that did not agree, number one, Saudi Arabia. Murtad bin Shaitan never agree. He's sitting with all the oil there. Then second one, MBZ, Murtad bin Zindiq of Dubai and of Abu Zabi, United Arab Emirates. Another hypocrite, another Murtad, another traitor to Islam. Bahrain, the king did not agree. Morocco didn't agree, and so forth and so on. So these are all Murtads plus the pharaoh of Egypt and Jordan's king, all enemies of Islam, and nothing happened. The only thing came out from there. They said there must be a ceasefire. And Netanyahu knows his days are totally numbered, you must remember, in the world and in Israel politics, that as soon as the dust settles, then there might be a court case and they're going to attack him and circumcise him again. And next stop for him will be the jail and so forth. And all of you by now, you should know America, Europe, Israel want to steal more and more. These Haramis only know how to steal. Wherever there is oil, there is turmoil. And wherever there is gas, then always it ends up in a mess. You must remember this sentence of mine. So what happens is this, that there is so many millions and billions of liters on cubic meters and whatever else you call it, whether it be the oil or whether it be the gas and whatever you there in Gaza. So they want to stab Egypt in the back and open the canal, Ben Gyo, David Ben Guron. You know, David Ben Guron was the first Prime Minister of Israel, the airport is named after him in Tel Aviv. So another Pakka terrorist he was. He was not even a proper Jew. He was an atheist, basically. So anyway, you must remember that. So what he says, that they want to build their own canal there, that it must cut through Gaza, and then the oil and gas from there will be supplied to Europe. Wamakaru, Allah. The more they plot and plan, the more people are opposing them. With this conflict Remember, 80-90% of the world have turned against Israel and pro-Palestine and through that directly, indirectly pro-Islam. So now they know who are the true terrorists. Joe, Sleepy Joe, genocide Biden. They even surrounded his house. They surrounded Benjamin Ney. B.B. Benjamin, his proper name initially was Ney. Benjamin Ney, how many babies did you murder today? 
day. There's no fuel day in the hospital. The children are passing away in the incubators and so forth. These are the democratic countries. These are the human rights countries. Shame upon you, all you Westerners and whiteies. You want white hegemony. The only way we can solve this problem is through jihad. One settler, one bullet. And for us as Muslims and Hamas and Jihad Islami, everyone is fair game for us in Israel. Gideon Levy said, every Jutlaye is a settler. So you must remember that. So you are a legitimate target and so forth. So that is where we are. We make dua. We beg Almighty Allah. Allahumma ahalik ala Saud. Kama ahalakta ada wa Samud. Ya Allah, you decimate and destroy the Saudi royal family as you destroy the Qawme Aad and Samud. Allahumma alayka bi juyushil Israeliyin wa juyushi Amerikiyin wa man walahum. You decimate and destroy the Israeli army and the American army and all their puppets who are attached to them. So these are the type of du'as you should make, O Muslim. Today is the 27th day of Rabi Ul-Akhir. When should we be preparing to scan the horizon for the new moon, for the new month? Inshallah, Tuesday night we should scan the horizon for the new moon, for the crescent, and it will be easily visible 31 hours, Inshallah, Aziz. Remember, in Saudi Arabia and Arab countries and so forth, Tuesday will be the first because tomorrow, Monday, will be the 30th by them. So you must remember then Tuesday will be the first, you see. So today they got, you must remember, or 29 days, then they go to 30 days. That it should be first anyway, they Tuesday. You know their calendar is cooked up. So that is how they work there. So tomorrow, 29th, and then Monday or Tuesday will be the first day. So they and that. And by us, Wednesday will be the first. And remember that what will happen is this, that Tuesday night you scan the sky and you will see it in multiple places in South Africa, Southern Africa because it's more than 30 hours old, inshallah Aziz and that will usher in the month of Jumad al-Ula write it correctly, spell it correctly, pronounce it correctly Jumada. Jumada means when you have ice and it gets frozen, that you call Jumada. Tajmidul Athas. You know, when they freeze your accounts, when they freeze your assets, in Arabic you call it Tajmidul Athas. So, nevertheless, Jumada. You see, ulama sometimes also, Darulums also, that they write it also wrong and they pronounce it also incorrectly. That's wrong. We must be meticulous, particular of this. J. U-M-A-D-A-L then Jumadal Ula then U-A-U-L-A so Jumadal Ula that's the proper pronunciation and then you read the du'as we will send out everything tomorrow inshallah Aziz and on our Islamic calendar we have the first du'a very easy Hilal Khairin wa Rushdin mentioned in Abu Dawood so that du'a every Muslim should know Allahu Akbar Hilal richness, glory, beauty, style, diction of the Arabic language. The first three nights you call the crescent, the moon, Hilal.
Jalal. Every three nights it changes. Fourteen night when it is in its full moon and glory and beauty, then it's known as Laylatul Badr. So imagine, no language in the world will you find that has such richness, glory, beauty like the Arabic language. So learn all this, inshallah. Hilal means to raise the voice. There's the Chan, Chanogia, there's the moon, there's the crescent. So inshallah, choose the night. Wednesday will be the first of Jumad al Ula, but we must scan the sky, choose the night, inshallah. Mufti Sahib, on which occasions uh, can one recite Inna Lillahi wa Inna Ilayhi Rajiun? When calamity strike, calamity doesn't mean only when a person passes away with Iman and Islam. We hear the Jutlas, more than 350 have been dispatched to hell. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. So we are very happy about that. Now they have revised the figures. They say that on 7th October it wasn't 1400, it is now 1300. When they count again, they will try and bring it down to 1200. You know Jutlas, they masters in lying and propaganda and so forth because it's a shame and disgrace we're very happy even if it is thousand jutla sent to hell by Hamas we're very happy we got no sympathy no empathy for them 75 years occupation 75 years terrorism 75 years massacre so what what sympathy empathy you want from us one settler one bullet will settle the issue and when a Muslim person dies and passes away Quran Karim teaches us anything you want to know go to the noble Quran and the Sunnah Mubarakah Sunnah Nabawiyah teaching preaching of Mustafa Rasulullah you will find it give glad tidings to those who exercise patience you see sometimes load shedding husband swearing the wife wife swearing the children and the big civil war is not going to help turn to all my Allah the glad tidings for you who exercise restraint and patience when a calamity afflicts you so musiba is nakira is a common noun any type of calamity load shedding water shedding Allah forbid you meet up in an accident Allah forbid you lost something so people fall ill and it's serious critical or people pass away with iman islam so all this it will include the lights go off in time of Nabi the candle so call they say inna lillah lam fatamlik verily we belong to almighty allah wa inna ilayhi rajiun and then we are going to return to almighty allah when we exercise that patience and restraint three benefits allah mentions surah 2 chapter 2 verse number 156 157 and 155 is the glad tidings so for those who exercise patience so one 155, 156, 157 of chapter 2. For them there is the salutations from Almighty Allah. The blessings from Almighty Allah. The mercy from Almighty Allah. Those are the rightly guided people. That is an article of faith for us. Good, bad, happy, sad, everything comes from Almighty Allah. Wal Qadri Khairihi wa Sharrihi min Allah Ta'ala. 
good, bad, happy, sad, everything from Almighty Allah. Your wife gave birth to a beautiful, pure, attractive daughter. Alhamdulillah. Your son, the apple of the eye, just passes away. An accident, something happens, and then you say, Inna lillah wa inna ilayhi raji'un. So you must remember, it depends what are the circumstances. So, but anything musibat comes, then always say, Inna lillahi wa inna raji'un. But when a non-Muslim dies, you must remember, you cannot say, Inna lillahi wa inna raji'un. You see, today is Diwali day. So now you got neighbors, you got friends who are Hindus, non-Muslim, they'll tell you happy Diwali. You can't say happy Diwali. It's haram for you to say that. Why is haram? Because Quran, Hadith, Fatawa of Sahaba said so. Ya ayyuhalladzina amanu la tattakhidul yahuda wa nasara awliya. Do not take the Jews, Christian, non-Muslims. It means that as your friends and protectors. Ba'aduhum awliya ubaad. It's not confined to Jews and Christians only. Quran says in another place, Walladzina kafaru ba'aduhum awliya ubaad. The non-Muslims, all of them, they are friends of one another. And when you start becoming too friendly with them, then they to give you Diwali food, all these things here, yeah, is haram for you to eat it. It's dedicated to the idols. Then you befriend them, you become part and parcel of them. He Habibuna Rasulullah authentic hadith mentioned, remember, in Abu Dawood and Muslim Ahmad and Hadith Sahih, authentic hadith. Who imitates a people, a nation, becomes part and parcel of them. Open Bayhaqi, Sayyidina Umar, Amirul Mu'mineen, Radiallahu Anhu Wardahi. Fatwa is mentioned. Stay far, far away from the enemies of Allah during their Eid, during their festivals, during their celebrations. Today they say Diwali, then after one month they will have Christmas, then they will have New Year, and then they will have Rosh Hashanah, New Year of the Jutlas and Haramis. So all these are haram for us. We have to advertise it, to promote it, to sell those things that are their symbols, all, all absolutely haram, to make cakes and write their happy Christmas, all this haram for us as Muslims, not permissible. Is it um, permissible to add the word deen, dunya, and akhirah to the dua, Allahumma inni as'aluka al-affa wal-afiyah? 100% you must remember, if you study the ahadith in Ibn Majah, you will find, Allahumma inni as'aluka al-affa wal-afiyah fi dunya wal-akhirah. So it comes there about dunya and akhirah. But if you write with deen also, so 100% no problem. You call that mudrajur rawi. Certain places you will see the rawi, the sahaba, they add certain words. Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif. Ayyul hajji afdal ya Rasulullah. Oh Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, which hajj is the best? He said al-ajju wa sajju. Al-ajju bil-ayn. So that means raise your voice we're going for umrah we're in ihram so men raise your voices and women you say it softly and 
tahajju, you're performing hajj, tamattu hajj, qiran hajj. So, iraqatu dam, you have to slaughter the hadi, the animal, the dame shukar. That must be done in Mina or Makkah during the time of hajj and all that, 10th, 11th, 12th. So, of Zul Hijjah, so that is the best. So, now you're going for Umrah and you're going to read Labbaik, Allahumma Labbaik. So, the some Sahaba used to say, Labbaik wa Sa'adaik wal khayru kulluhu biyadaik. So, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam didn't use this word. Sahaba used it. So, sometimes you find certain additions and so forth. So, like this here, also you say, Allah individually. Wonderful dua. Allahumma inni as'aluka al-afwa wal-afiyya wal-mu'afad al-da'ima fi-deeni wal-dunya wal-akhira. Totally permissible. No problem with that. And if you say, Allahumma inna nas'aluka plural. We beg of you. We ask you, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Al-Afwa, forgiveness. Wal-Afiya, you leave out the word Wal-Mu'afat al-Da'ima. Then you just say Wal-Afiya, safety, comfort, goodness, fiddini, wal-Dunya, wal-Akhira, totally permissible, no problem at all. Please enlighten us on Shaddad bin Aus radiallahu anhu. Who was this personality? So you must remember that Shaddad bin Aus, when you go to Majidul Aqsa, so you will find when you enter on the left side, left hand side, then you will find two Sahaba are buried there. One is Ubada bin Suamit radiallahu an. His wife is buried Umm Haram day in Cyprus, and Ubada bin Suamit is buried here. And Shaddad bin Aus, when you open Bukhari Sharif, you will find that he is the Rawi, the reporter of the best istighfar. Learn it, O oh, you listeners of Sirius FM, Radio Lansar International, and Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'ah. In English, what you say? Good, better, best. So good, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah. Ya Allah, I seek forgiveness. Ya Allah, I beg you forgiveness. Ya Allah, I ask you for forgiveness. Good. Better, Astaghfirullah Rabbi min kulli dhambin wa atubu ilayhi. Astaghfirullah Rabbi min kulli dhambin wa atubu ilayhi. That we're asking Allah for the past and the future. Ya Allah, I seek forgiveness. Astaghfirullah min kulli dhambin. All the vices, sins I perpetrated, committed, I ask your forgiveness. Wa atubu ilayhi. And I turn to you in repentance. In the future, Ya Allah, do not let me have a relapse. I go back to the drugs, back to the pornography, back to the humanizing, back to the wine, dine and swine, back to the old habits and so forth. So that is Tawbah. Tubu chapter 66 verse 8 Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu Tubu ilallahi tawbatan nasuha Someone came to say Na Umar radiallahu anhu You're a genius Abqari in Arabic you say Ya Umar Amir al-Mu'mineen What is this tawbatan nasuha Especially nasuha So sometimes you illustrate the point Via an example So it makes it easy He said when you have a she-camel You have a cow and you milk it. Did you see the milk going back in the others? He said, Hasha wa kalla, never. Say, same thing. We committed sins, make tawbah, never return to it. So that is tawbah tan nasuha.
So second one, good, better, this is better. Astaghfirullah Rabbi min kulli dhammin wa atubu ilay. And Shaddad bin Aus is the rawi. And to be the rawi of a hadith is great. And every sahabi is great. Radiyallahu anhu warda. Ikhtarahumullahu li suhbati nabiyyihi wa iqamati dini. Abdullah na Masood radiyallahu anhu said, had he saying is mentioned in Mishkat Sharif, Allah jalla wala selected the sahaba as the companions and students of the Master for his companionship and to establish the deen, the religion of Islam everywhere. So he said, Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught us Sayyidul Istighfar. Allahumma anta rabbi la ilaha illa anta. So all that long dua, we read it every day, alhamdulillah, we read it. So try and by heart it, that's the best of the best, Sayyidul Istighfar. So he is the rabbi of that. And Nabi Musa alayhi salatu salam used to make dua as mentioned in Bukhari Sharif and Muslim Sharif. Oh Allah, my time for death is approaching rapidly. Let me pass away. Be Rami Hajarin. A stone's throw away from Aqsa Al Mubarak, Baytul Maqdis, Baytul Muqaddas. And lo and behold, Allah Ta'ala accepted. So we make dua. Ya Allah, grant me death with Iman and Islam in Madinah Munawara. Otherwise, second option in Makkah Mukarramah. Third option in Masjid Al-Aqsa and nearby the surroundings. Chapter 17, verse 1. Barakna hawlahu. The whole land around the precincts are also Ardul Mubarakah, the blessed land. So that is what we should take cognizance of. This afternoon's Q&A program is brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies. After the break, we continue once again with the Q&A. Whose fatwa is this? This is not AK's fatwa or AK-47's fatwa. This is the fatwa direct from Imam Zainul Abideen. You don't belong to this ummah. Q&A. Send us your question on 084-786-3132. اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد I was a grapevine in Palestine where I lived with a family on a farm. Every day before dawn the roosters would call before Fajr Salah was performed. Then labor and soil in the field so in seed we would witness the farm transform. I was a grapevine in Palestine where I lived with a family on a farm. Then the day came I will never forget when they pulled our roots from the soil. They slashed every vine and they chopped every tree, every chicken inside they killed. I was a grapevine in Palestine and I have a story to tell. The farmers watched in vain, filled with tears and pain as the bullets went flying in. 
Oh, what a price to pay! Pay for this land, this land of Palestine. This is Q and A. Send us your question on zero eight four seven eight six three one three two. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and continuing with this afternoon's Q&A program brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies. Mufti Sahib, which days and times are the time or the accepted moments when du'as are accepted? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim, daily du'as are accepted in the early, early part of the morning, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock and so forth. Quran Kareem teaches us, remember, you know we call it sehri, we call it suhoor. So all Allah uses this word two places in the Noble Quran regarding our topic and the question Wabil Asharihum Yastaghfirun Wal Mustaghfirina Bil Ashar. So see what all Allah states, what are the qualities of the Abrar, the pious people, the Muttaqeen. So they wake up early and then they cry to all Allah Jalla Walla Muttaqeen and some places you will find Abrar. So they are those people Wabil Asharihum Yastaghfirun. Chapter fifty one Surah Azari verse number 18 so you read two rakat four rakat six eight rakat two 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 like that then you take out five ten minutes make istighfar astaghfirullah 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 rabbi min kulli dhammin wa tubu then you raise your hands and you cry to all Allah jalla wala allahumma alayka bil yahudi zalimin al muhtallin al ghasibin allahumma ahsim adada waqtulhum Badada, Wala Tubkiminum Ahada, O Allah, you decimate and destroy and annihilate and annihilate the apartheid terrorist Nazi regime, and you send them to pieces, Ya Allah. Allahumma arina ajayba kudratik. You show us your power, Ya Allah. For innahum la yujizunak. They can never frustrate you, Ya Allah. And you say, Allahumma sallit alayhim kalban min kilabik. Habibuna, Rasulullah, sallallahu read this last dua for Utayba when he spat Allah forbid Allah forbid in the Mubarak countenance and the face of the Master alayhi salam Abu Lahab son so remember that for all this we have Dalail and evidence and so forth so Allah put your dogs upon them to decimate and destroy them so then you go into Sazda Listen to these two ahadis. And this is out of salat, in the confines of your house, two o'clock, three o'clock, pirane pir, Hazrat Sayyidina Sheikh Abdul Qadir Jilani, Nawarallahu Marqadahu, the kings used to tell him, Pir, sage of the age, pirane pir, we want to give you a portion of our kingdom, quarter, half this. He said, give me the whole kingdom, I'll still throw it away and reject it. I speak directly to the king of kings during the night time, the Hajju time, and that is the Uliyaullah. So what they do, then you speak to Allah in Sajda out of Salat. You can speak in, to Allah in any language then, and you praise Allah, you read Duru Sharif, Salawat, and then you beg Almighty Allah. أَقْرَبُ مَا يَكُونُ الْعَبْدُ مِنْ رَبِّهِ وَوَسَاجِدُونَ The nearest the servant slave comes to Almighty Allah Jalla Wala whilst he is in sajda prostrating the action of 
total surrender, submission to Almighty Allah. فَأَكْثِرُوا فِيهِ الدُّعَى And you make abundant dua in that posture, that position. And at tahajjud time, your duas, inshallah, will be accepted. رَوَاهُ Muslim. So that is mentioned in Muslim Sharif. Second one, you must remember, now the time. When will your duas be accepted? فِي جَوْفِ اللَّيْلِ الْأَخِيرِ The hadith in Mishkat Sharif, Mustad Ahmed. In the last third of the night, one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock, we in summer now. So you must remember that is the best time. I was in Rustenburg to all of you in Rustenburg. We say Jazakumullahu Khairan Thursday night, Friday, Saturday, then I came back yesterday afternoon. I must mention two people, our Haji Yusuf Esa. Oh, they call him in Memon Josh. They call him Jusabba. You know our Memons for Yusuf, they say Jusab. So it is Yusuf, but we make our own style like, you know. So Jusabba Brownie, they call him. But I told him, no, your name is Haji Yusuf Isa. So that's what you must call a proper name. So Allah reward him, reward his family, mashallah. I stayed there. Wonderful, wonderful time they gave me. And then, mashallah, the other trustee, Haji Suleiman Yaqub, Allah reward him, all the ulama, the people. Normally, when I go on a journey like this, so I complete the Quran Sharif and then I depart. But they came so early, I told them to come three, half past three, they pitched up half past two, you know. So on Thursday, so I said, now they hear, what can we do? So then I had a program, various masajid, Jami Masjid there in Rustenburg. Then we had program in Masjid al-Luqman and we had in Masjid al-Abrar and Masjid al-Rahmah. So it was Friday afternoon, you see. So I spoke to them and all the whole series I give talks. So anyway, they had different angles, perspectives of Masjid Palestine, past, present, future, virtues, a lot of issues, alhamdulillah. So that day, then I finished up the talk 10 minutes or so before sunset. And I told them, let's see, that I want to complete the Quran Sharif. It was just impromptu. None of them even knew. I said, let me show you how to complete the Quran Sharif. From what do heart, the last 22 surahs, chapter 93 downwards, when you complete the, you read the surah, and then you say, وَأَمَّا بِنِعْمَةِ رَبِّكَ فَحَدِّثَ اللَّهُ أَكْبَرُ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ أَلَمْ نَشْرَحْ لَكَ صَدْرَكَ And then you effort, you complete the surah, فَإِذَا فَرَغَتَ فَانْصَبُ وَإِلَىٰ رَبِّكَ فَرْغَبْ اللَّهُ أَكْبَرُ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ وَالتِّينِ وَالزَّيْتُونِ So after each surah, you read Allah Akbar min al-jinnati wal-nas. 4,000 malaika come to make the ameen. Allama Nawawi has mentioned in Kitabul Azkar. Allama Nawawi has mentioned in the Arba'een that Sayyidina Anas radiallahu an, you know that when you study his profile, he had over 100, 120 children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, great-great-grandchildren. The barakah, blessing of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam's dua. So whoever was there who tell them, come, 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 Khatmul Quran took place, we have to make dua. So I told them, come now. And I told them that when I was in Makkah, Mukarramah, 2011, it was a Saturday, first Shaban, then I entered the Kaaba, Musharrafah, Baytullah, and I made Khatmul Quran, Fi Jawfil Kaaba, inside the Kaaba, the last ten surahs, Alam Tara, and so forth. This is Hadha min Fadli Rabbi. We are sinners, we are transgressors, non-entities. But Allah, Jalla Wala, wa tu izzu man tasha, wa tu zillu man tasha. He gives honor to whoever He wants, He disgraces whoever He wants. So 
So it is only his fadl and grace. Not we entitled to that. Never, never, never. And remember, so then we finished the Quran and then we made dua, made special dua for, you must remember, Gaza, Palestine, and so forth. So that's another precious moment. Friday between Asr and Maghrib. And Wednesday afternoon, Imam Bukhari, Rahimahullah, has mentioned in Al-Adabul Mufrad, Habibuna Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said that made dua during the Battle of Khandaq and Jabir Radiallahu says whenever he encounters difficulty then he makes dua Wednesday after Zohar and Sheikh Albani Rahimahullah said this hadith is sahih it's not some fairy tale or something so therefore you get at Makkah, Medina and all these places everything is Mubarak so if you're going that way then mashallah so it's dua more and more dua and a dua wasilahul mu'min we don't know how to carry guns and grenades and bombs and all that but we have a weapon a hadith in Mustadak Hakim and dua ad dua wasilahul mu'min therefore my book is called dua the weapon of a believer from that hadith there and that is you must remember use that weapon and inshallah Allah Jalla Wala will make us kamiyab min al faizin wal faizat the successful male and female fit dunya wal akhira in this world and in the year after what is the latest from Pakistan? The latest from Pakistan is that on the 8th of February they will have elections and now they are just sorting out all the things behind the ground you know say in the background that who will become the prime minister you know there in Pakistan the people who become the prime minister president they are just figureheads the real power lies with the army so the army will call this person so there are two brothers running Shabah Sharif and Nawaz Sharif both corrupted to the core also so anyway you know Pakistan runs a corrupt country from A to Z almost 80% of the people are like that, 70%, majority. And you must remember that, so that is one issue. But the big issue is this, that America, you must understand this, you Muslims. You see, Muslims today are very simple, Simon and Naive. They don't understand herd mentality. They took too many vaccines, you know. And you must remember one booster and one rooster and all that shaitan things from the pandemic and the scamdemic and the haramdemic and so forth. So anyway, you must remember so the Taliban gave the Americans and you asked me about Surah Ahzab so the Taliban gave the Ahzab the coalition 48 countries America not alone 47 other countries Taliban no plane no helicopter nothing gave them such a whooping and threshing and gave them such a hiding no western power will want to come again and invade Afghanistan the British came in the 60s thrice and each time it became their graveyard Macmillan said in 61 62 you can google it and see first law of politics never invade Afghanistan. Thrice they tried the British, all three times defeated. Russians came in 79, the whole Soviet Union disintegrated and it fell apart. Americans came and they also, inshallah, the United Snakes of America, remember that that's what they are, the Haramis. So you must remember, we no more call them United States, we call them United Snakes of America. So that is what they are. So they also, inshallah, will start falling, disintegrating. So now they are licking their wounds, you see. So now they use Pakistan. Pakistan to unke khadim hai, unke hai. They are the slaves. You know how it is, Pakistan. 
So first thing, they told them, kick out all the Afghanis. Afghans are there 40, 50, 60 years. There's intermarriages. They've got businesses there. So over two, three hundred thousand they kicked out. They're there at the border. They want, there must be a war between Pakistan and Afghanistan. And they will look. That is what the Haramis keep on doing. Always they ignite the fire for a war. You must say, that's the Israeli's job. You know, that's why they put Israel there right in the heartland, in the middle of the Arab countries, Muslim countries. Play this one against this one, this one against this one, and these idiots cannot understand. So the Arabia, United Arab Emirates, and these people there, yeah, Morocco and Jordan and Egypt, boot licking the Israelis and Americans they should kick all these haramis out but they don't have iman so therefore they got murtad irtidad they are so therefore they can't distinguish from in Arabic you say from their knee and their elbows they can't also differentiate so what is halal and haram so therefore you must remember they want this to destabilize Afghanistan Afghanistan everything is booming now that the economy is booming they got security under control they're cutting the with China and then Russia will come in, Iran will come in, Turkey will come in, others will come in. They have the greatest amount of lithium there. Oil has been found, gold has been found. So a lot of things going on. Then for you South Africans, you want to go visit Karachi, you want to visit Lahore, you want to visit Mari and Swat. So beautiful, it is wonderful. You the visa on arrival. So you book your ticket today, tomorrow, you go Pakistan, you don't need visa from here and that you'll get it there where you land so you go direct from Dubai or where you go from Qatar or wherever you want to go to I don't travel anymore and I don't want to go with this Emirates and all of them we discourage people for after what they have done and we discourage people to go for Umrah also and so forth but if you go it's your choice but we discourage it so nevertheless you must remember that that if you go then you can go visit Peshawar and from there you go to Mari you go to Swat and a beautiful magnificent it is. So when my parents came in 1974 to visit me, I said, it's still one week or so for the madrasa. Come, I take you all there. So we took a flight and then I showed them Mari and Swat and they were first fascinated, you know. But still they told me, pack up and come home. <laughs> they said, you can't study here. So I asked my father, mother, I think they planned it, you know. From the hotel, they said, Pahi karna si, nahu karna si. You still got the right station. I'm speaking Mehman there, you see. So we'll do this and that. We must trip him, you see. So when they came to see the Madrasa, Madrasa Arabiya Islamiya, that was the name, Hazrat Allama bin Nuri's time. Hazrat passed away in 77. So nevertheless, so they tell me, hey, you, you pack your bag up. So I asked, but why? They say, Bande, Latta, Ratta, Lita, Ite, Bande, Jagayin, all these red, red marks here. These Pakistanis, they eat pan and then they just put everywhere. My son can't study here. Then I asked my mother, why I must come home? He said, How many flies are here and that? The big, big Molanas, but they're not clean here or what? So you pack your bag up like that. So I said, but I want to study. So now, normally it's the other way around. So like that. I said, no. So my father got angry with me. He took out five other dollars that he gave it to me. He said, oh, you want to study? I said, gee. He said, yeah, take this money and study now. So that, it was a knee-jerk reaction like that. Afterwards, when I came home, they were very happy, very proud, alhamdulillah. Allah grant them Jannatul Firdaus. Anyway, the point I'm making, when you go to Pakistan, you must visit 
visit Karachi. MashaAllah, a lot of things. It's the economic hub of Pakistan. You visit Lahore, you visit Islamabad, a lot of history there. And then you visit Peshawar, you go to Marika. You need one week, obviously. We spent seven years approximately, you know. So MashaAllah, so our teachers are from there, Hazrat Mufti Rizal Haqsab and all of them. So that is where we are today. So that is the latest in Pakistan. Make dua, they don't fall in the trap of the Americans that suddenly you saw a war or erupting between Pakistan and between Afghanistan because these Haramis were defeated and they used, you must remember, the Pakistanis to wage war. But if the war take place, then remember the Taliban will finish them up because Taliban, nobody can take them on. They told America, they told Russia, they told Britain, you want to come again next round, come, be ready for you. So nobody can take them on now. They're like a superpower in their own way, remember that. Of this side, do grandchildren inherit from grandparents? You call this Mas'alatul Hafid, Mirathul Hafid in Arabic. In Urdu, you call it Poteki Mirath. And in English, you call it that the grandchildren inherit. So we gave you three different titles of it, Arabic, Urdu, and English. See, I am the grandfather. So now my one son, he or daughter, so just say son, he predeceased me. He passed away before me in my lifetime. But I am the guy with all the boodle and all the assets and so forth. Example I'm giving, obviously. So now I got two sons, three sons, one daughter, two, three daughters, whatever. So do the grandchildren inherit in a case like that? No, they won't inherit a cent. Whether my son predeceased me, whether my daughter predeceased me, so they won't inherit if I have my own biological son. Remember, they won't inherit a cent. So what must you do, O Dada, O Nana, O Maternal, Paternal, Grandfather? Easy. So remember that in Islam, when a person passes on and passes away, in Pakistan, you ask him, Unse milna hai, I want to meet this person. They say, what to expire ho gaya. He expired, meaning he passed away. So that's the term they use there. You know, Urdu, English, all mixed. So they say, what to expire ho gaya. So you wonder, what is this expire ho gaya? It means he passed away. So what is their own terminology they use? So anyway, so now, first thing, burial, funeral expenses. Second one will be debts of the deceased, whether it's personal debts, corporate business debts, all that, from the total state. Somebody wants to pay, alhamdulillah. They in Rustenburg, I visited my colleague also yesterday. I spent 20 minutes or so. Mawlana Mansoor al-Haq, make dua for him also. Allah Jalla Wala grant him Shifai Kamil. Slowly, slowly managed to walk with the helper and his two sons with them, Mawlana Faisal and Mawlana Adil. Allah make easy for them also. Their father is so ill. And Allah, he gave so much for his Sadfadalum, Newcastle, and wonderful, wonderful sacrifice he made. Allah reward him, reward his family as well. So anyway, number one will be burial, funeral expenses. Second will be the deaths of the deceased. Third is wasiyah. So you, the grandfather, grandmother, you see your son predeceased you, your daughter predeceased you. So up to one-third, make wasiya for your grandchildren. So you remember you got 300,000. So you can give up to 100,000 to them, to the grandchildren. And then when it's wasiya, understand this law. Don't confuse issues and blow your fuses. I'm speaking about wasiya, what you bequeath. So when you have bequeathed for your grandsons, granddaughters, then it will go equally to them. Inheritance will go ratio two to one. 
but when you bequeath to them, it will go equally to them. So you said 100,000, you must remember, for your grandson, granddaughter, so it will go 50, 50,000. It's not inheritance, it's wasiyah, what you bequeath for them. And then the fourth one will be the shares of the heirs. But you want the grandson to inherit automatically, that will not happen. If the grandfather, he passes away and he's got his own son or sons and he's got his daughter and so forth and so on, so then they won't inherit. So that is the best way, include them in your will and whatever now, whilst you're alive, you give it to them, to the grandchildren and put it on their name, even if they want to, five, ten years old, and then you appoint a curator and the curator will be in charge of that. Every week, every month will give them something when they become responsible and remember their expenses all that will come from that so the easy ways to sort it out provided that you want to be fair and just and you have taqwa and true iman when one hears the azan on the receivers on various radio stations is it necessary to respond to the azan see i give you an example that you are traveling now. I went from here to Rustenburg and came back. The road is horrible, terrible. And I wonder how come they allow the road to be so bad. The traffic is so much, you know. People use that road so much, but still the road, I don't know. You know, South Africa got the world record. And the world record is what? 25 million potholes in South Africa. When I went to Iran in 2013 and I came back, so then it became famous, I'm going to go to this town, that town, that city, and I'm going to speak on Iran. And there should be big crowds. And all these Shias and guys who are sympathetic to the Kuffar, Shia, Shias are 100% Kuffar, remember that. Khomeini, non-Muslim, 100%. Woman, shakafi, kufri, for If you got doubt regarding that, then you yourself are out of the fall of Islam. So anyway, you must remember, so when I came back, I used to use this one sentence, this to get so angry. So when these kuffar Shias enter their buildings, you know, where they pray and all that, you can't call it a masjid, they call it Imam Bara, they call it Husseiniya. So anyway, first thing, they look for stones, the pebble, turba, and that's where they make sajda. Some of them take two, some of them take two, one, and they put their forehead on it or their nose and forehead on it. So uh, people are asked, why they do that? I say, you see, there's too many potholes. So one for balancing and one for alignment, you see, when you go to tire shop. So yesterday I had there one person passed away, Shorty, they called him Brother Rashid Ahmed. Allah grant him Jannatul Firdaus, so they sell tires. I told them, come, I tell you the story about Iran. So they all had a good laugh. So anyway, you must remember this, that they use their things there, one for balancing and one for alignment. So you, brothers, sisters, you must understand this thing here, that when your whole story comes and that, then you must have it ready according to Sharia. And now I want to tell you this, Basla. Now you are traveling and you are listening to the CD. You are listening to that Kirat or whatever, you understand, on your phone or whatever you. And now an ayat of Sazda comes. Is Sazda compulsory? No, it's not compulsory. It's a recording. It's not live. If somebody is reading live, then you listen. You have to make Sazda Tilawat. is compulsory according to the Hanafi school and jurors. According to Shafi, is Malik, is Hanbali, is Sunnah, but not compulsory. But there's ijma and consensus. If it is 
is a recording, like on your phone and so forth, and your latest gadgets, then remember there is no Sajdat Ilawat. So similarly here, when you hear the Adhan, you must remember it's a recording and so forth on your cell phone or what, you don't have to reply to that. And if you're in a place like Lens, where we got where we are, where 50 Masajid and more, so every five minutes, ten minutes, the Adhan will go for Asr, for Maghrib, for Isha, and so forth. So you must remember that Fajr time, they got competition, Ramadan time, who can give the loudest Adhan. So you just have to reply one Adhan, not all 50 or all 5 or 10 what you are hearing, because that is the live Adhan. Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu hadith in Muslim Sharif. Ida Adhan al-Mu'adhin, when the Mu'adhin renders the Adhan, faqulu, then say, mithla ma yaqulu al-Mu'adhin, similar to what the Mu'adhin is saying. But when he says and recites, hayya ala swalah, hayya ala al-falah, then you say, وَلَا حَوْلَ وَلَا قُوَّةَ إِلَّا بِاللَّهِ When it's finished, لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ ثُمَّ Thereafter, you don't read Durushari before Adhan. That is not what the Hadith say you must read before Adhan. It says, ثُمَّ سُوَلُّ عَلَيَّ Thereafter, you read Durush Sharif upon me, Mustafa Rasulullah Wasallam. Our function, Sa'ad ibn Abi Waqas radiallahu and sahaba say, اِتَّبِئُوا You must follow. وَلَا تَبَتَّدِئُوا Don't bring your own ideas and so forth and so on. So therefore, we must read the Durush Sharif and Salawat and so forth after the Adhan. So that is the Sunnah we say Jazakallah khairan to Mufti Sahib already an hour into this afternoon's Q&A program. After the break, we continue once again for another hour, inshallah. Sallallahu <laughs> alayhi wa sallam. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 